It's hard to believe that we on this podcast. It's hard to believe. Yo, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are here. Sound a little funny, right? Murky, but that's what I call him. This is Merck Jones, ladies and gentlemen. Got the glasses on, so I had to throw on the glasses. He said, you guys can't see me. I'm, he's going with the Tupac look, right? That's what you said? I'm saying going with that. Threw up the John Cena. I'm saying. Interesting. We got to, huh? They can't see us, huh? <laughs> All right, man. So let's just dive right into it. Merck Jones. Why that name? See, when I first started my whole little rapping venture, mm-hmm. first started rapping at like the age of, I was like 10 years old. I just used to write rhymes all the time. Okay. And um, later on, I ended up, you know, at the age of 16. That's when I went to my first studio session. Right. And I had two friends with me, and we used to, that's when we all started rapping, to be honest. And um, they always used to call me Merc. Why is that? Like, it just, it just stuck with me. Why'd they call you that, though? Because I was always, like, aggressive when I rhymed on beats. And Why were you mad? Why, who were you mad at, man? I was <laughs> mad at the world, man. They, they, it wasn't listening to my message. <laughs> <laughs> so you just stuck with it though right? So you just added the Jones to it Yeah cause I felt like When I added the Jones to it That separated like how I've grown as an artist So that's mm-hmm. where Jones comes from Okay Okay It's, it's like um, When Lil Boosie Took the little out Lil Boosie I'm saying Right he just called himself Boosie I'm saying it's Boosie Yeah There we go Separate the child from the grown individual man Uh huh Okay very well. I, I respect it. I respect it. So now you coming into, you know, rapping and everything like that, was there, how did you figure out you had that gift? Like, okay, like, I know I could do this. Honestly, I, um, cause like I said, I used to always write rhymes even as a child. Mm-hmm. And, um, I used to let like a, a couple of family members hear me, but they told me that I was real talented, but I didn't think I was that good yet. Right. And um, it wasn't until my dad, he was like the first person to believe in me. And then, because mm. he'll tell me the truth, which is funny. He has the same exact name as me. So he'll tell me the truth. If if I'm trash, yeah, he's going to you. tell me, you're trash. Give it up. It's over. Right. It's done. Put flowers on top of it. <laughs> but he, do you feel like he was, he was, a big part and a big, you know, still is because you're still on this journey, right? Yeah. But you feel like he's a big part of 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 your whole journey, like kept you going. Yeah, definitely. Um, he, to be honest with you, he's, you know, every show that I've ever performed at, he's been there. Mm. Like everyone, and um, my show that I had in Asbury before, he came to that one, and he was like, "That was your best show that you ever put on." Wow. And he's been to all the shows previous to Asbury. Yeah. And why did that one, why did that specific, look at me. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> why did that specific show make him, you know, be like, wow, this is the best? Were you, were you nervous before in your first couple of shows or what? I say in my first couple of shows, I was, I wasn't as confident. 
Yeah. Like I knew I could rap. I knew I could like hype a crowd up, but I didn't find my, cause it's, it's a certain, I don't know. It's, it's weird to like even try to explain it. Try it. Go like, ahead. Try me. Like you gotta, it's kind of like you with podcasting, right? When you first started out, you didn't know the right pockets to get into. You didn't know exactly know your whole style when you first started. But as All you right. continued the journey, you understood, okay, this is what I need to do. Okay, this is me. Mm, so, like, yeah, yeah. that's how I was when I first started. So, my most recent show at Asbury, when I did that, I felt like, because what I used to do when I first started rapping, I used to rap. It's pretty funny. You're going <laughs> to laugh at me. I used to perform with one arm. This arm would be down the whole show. Um, and I just used to be rapping, rapping. There was no, there was no like, uh, why? Was it, you didn't just didn't know what to do with that arm? Yeah, I just, I just didn't know what to do. Yeah. So when I switched hands with the microphone, you'll see my other arm go down like this. <laughs> 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 and that's what people used to always tell me when I performed. Like, yo, why do you... Why do you have one arm? Why yeah. do you use one arm when you perform? <laughs> so that's what happened. My most recent show at Asbury, right. I listened to because my dad was the first person that told me. So I listened to him. So like then every time I perform, I have this arm up. I have this arm up. I'm into it. I'm jumping into the crowd. Yeah. I'm like talking to people. Like I'm actually into it. And he was like, that's what, that's what did it. Right. Now, that's dope. I really, I really find that because like you said, with like podcasting, you always have to develop, right? And like you right. said, uh, finding your own niche sort of thing mm-hmm. as you're on your own journey because you're not going to be like anybody else, right? right? You may kind of formulate your, you know, I don't know, rap, raps or like your your persona. Yeah. You might emulate them, but you'll never be that person because right. you are you. Right, and you're gonna you're gonna add your own flavor to it. So, with rapping, and especially, well, the way I see it, right? You rap, you have a very like Benny the Butcher, uh, Jada Kiss type style of rap, like very like you know what I mean, like the that yeah. the I don't know how to say it. you know the word for it, like lyrical. Yes, okay, that was a very simple word. I Stumbling over it. Anyways, <laughs> you, you're very lyrical. And in this generation, a lot of mumble rap going on. But do you feel like you can kind of mold yourself into the way this the rap culture is going? Yeah, definitely. It's all about, um, you know, trying to keep up with the times, but not try to. You always want to separate yourself. But you just don't want to, at the same time, you don't want to, like, try to sound like everybody else. So it's just it's just understanding who you are and not changing who you are as an individual. Yeah. But when you make music, you got to make music that appeals to everybody. Like, I try to make music that appears, appeals to everyone. Mm. So, so you, don't, you don't just think of, like, man, this is hot. I think it's hot. Everybody else can feel it. Yeah. You, you, do you, you think of you or you just... You're like, okay, I got to make something that's relevant today. Yeah, I think of what other people are going to think. I, like, whenever I make music, I'm like, okay. Even though I think it's hot, I think most of my rhymes are hot. Right. I, I think I never even spit a whack verse in my life. As you should. As you should. You should value yourself and the craft that you have at a high level. Yeah, right. But, like, at the same time, you got to understand that not everybody is going to 
you know, react the same True. as you would to the, to your craft. Absolutely. So you got to make music that, you know, that everyone can at least, you know, vibe with. Right. I try to, you know, I try to do that. I, that's why if, if like people were to really listen to my music and just listen to it as a whole, mm-hmm. I have all different types of songs. I don't just have like a certain rap type of style, just one rap style the whole way through. Like if you listen to a whole project, you might find like, you'll, you'll find love songs. You might find songs about, you know, black empowerment. You might find all different types of music. I love that. You got to be versatile. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, you know. You know, giving us a little flavor here and there. We're going to test that later. Yeah, we're going to test that. You know, that we're going to test that theory, right? Yeah, we got to, man. We're going we're gonna to give him a little old school and we're going to see. He says he's lyrical. We're going to see how lyrical he really is. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We're ready for it, man. We're ready for it. We're here for it. We're going to leave the internet in shambles. <laughs> it's shambles. So, <laughs> that word. <laughs> so, do you, you said you started rapping in the beginning with a group of people. Yeah. And then now you're solo. But when you started rapping with this group of people, what was, what was the mission? Like, what was the goal? We all, to be honest, we all were just trying to find our way. We all knew we loved music, and we all came together. We was all best friends. But, you know, as you get older, you know, you you know, you know, split up and all that. Everybody goes on their different journeys, you know. Right. But um, we all understood, like, that we really wanted to make it. We didn't know nobody. Mm. We didn't. We just knew, like, we was three kids that really wanted to rap. We enjoyed it. Yeah. And you you also mentioned something that there were some challenges in that mm-hmm. because it's like you guys still had individual dreams and, you know, goals. Right. But at the same time working together, because you mentioned to me that it's not easy, especially in the music industry to do it all by yourself. No, that's a fact. You can't, it's nearly impossible. Mm. You have to have a team, but y'all all got to be on the same page. That's at the end of the day, like, a lot of people aren't on the same page. Like, people could have the same goals and same aspirations, but, for example, like, if you had another co-host on a podcast, yeah. right, and y'all knew y'all had the same vision, the same everything, but when, but that guy always thought, like, yo, I'm better than him. Like, mm. I don't even know why I'm doing this with him. Like, and, you know, y'all going to always clash. Even though y'all have the same goals. Right. Y'all have, you know, the same road to, you know, go on and everything. It's like, it can't be like that in a group. In a group, you're supposed to move as a unit, not, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. If you want to be individual, be individual. Exactly. Yeah. That goes for um, one direction. You guys yeah. split up. And then now Harry Styles is making hits. I'm just kidding. I don't know why I took a <laughs> shot at One Direction. I don't know why that went. That went left. And they, they're trying to go one direction, man. Yeah, clearly. Now they are. Not everybody's <laughs> in one direction. <laughs> I don't know why it took anywho. <laughs> anywho. But besides that being one of the biggest challenges, especially in, in music, right? Having to do it by yourself. What did you or what are you seeing right now that is another challenge in the music industry? I say really it's just um Ready for this? Go ahead. About to drop a bomb. Go ahead. The most challenging part is just keeping those relationships because 
the relationships in the music industry, they really are bullshit. I'm not going to lie. Everybody, mm. at the end of the day, everybody's just after their dollar. And once they get their dollar, nobody want to help you. Nobody want to, you know, mm. be there with you through the journey. They just, I, after they get their money, uh, I'm gone. I'm doing what I did. Wow. So it's like, and the thing about music, what I didn't understand when I was younger, now that I'm older, you're always going to keep paying somebody. Explain that. Like, say, for example, you want to, you want to get on certain uh, streaming platforms and you, wanna, you, you just want to have a certain number or whatever. Mm. You got to pay for that. They want you to pay for that. Say you want to get in certain, in certain rooms with certain individuals. You, you got to pay for that. It's up to you what you do with it at the end of the day. But You don't think somebody can get there without having to pay for it? Like their talent and their hard work will speak for itself? You can, but the road is going to be a lot harder. That's why a lot of people just, I, I don't want to expose somebody. but No, you don't got to expose. You don't got to name drop. <clears throat> but a lot of people do pay for play. Yeah. Some people, that's how they get on the radio and start buzzing. And you ain't never heard of them. You didn't see they come up. You didn't see any of that. Right. They're paying for the plays. They're paying to get there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, like at the end of the day, I understood. Like once I started taking music seriously and I started reaching out to certain people. That's why I was saying what the music industry was. I, I love music. I, you know, I want to make it, all uh-huh. of that. But I see that's what it is, to be honest. Does that still make you want to, does, does your passion overweigh that and still want, makes you want to be, you know, a musician? Or does that kind of discourage you a little bit? It used to discourage me. But when I understood that I actually love music just for the sake of making it and and recording it and the whole process like because when I was young I used to I turned my mom's basement into my own studio at one point and I just used to wow you know I would I didn't have no studio engineer experience I was just I just downloaded a program on the Mac and I set up mics and I built a little booth and I had the little keyboards in there and yeah so so, I, you, so you got you got a little bit of um producing experience Somewhat. I'm not all that at producing. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, not saying you're, you know. Yeah, I ain't no Dr. Dre. Yeah, there right. you go. But, <laughs> but you're pretty good. Like you can, you can fend for yourself. Yeah, that's good. That's a skill. There's another uh, rapper that I know, Jay De Niro. Mm. Awesome. He's gonna be. Uh, he'll be on this podcast one of these days. But uh, I showed you his music. Yeah. I showed you his music. You loved it. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. Reach out to me. Yeah. There you go. So so he um he actually began by producing. You know, make, like making his own beats and everything. Yeah. And um his his brother who's now his uh manager was con- convinced him and said, "Hey, you know, you have the talent of making music also." You know, so focus focus also on making music and I also told him, you know, like, man, like, look at Kanye, right? Music, music wise, right? Look at right. him. This guy's a producer and he's, you know, he's a rapper. He's an artist. I don't want to just label him as a rapper, but, and I saw that, you know, also in um, Jay De Niro, right? Yeah. And JD Cash, Jay, Jay De Niro. says JD Cash, Jay, you know, that was his name before. And shout out to JD, man. Yeah, shout, shout out, shout out to JoJo, man. But keep that skill, bro. And if you could also even like 
work on even develop developing more of the production side of it. It's right. it's so dope, bro. I find that so awesome, bro. That's a fact. You can come up with your own creative stuff. You made it from from scratch, basically, from top to bottom, from bottom to top, right? Bottom yeah. top, not top yeah, to man. bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, tomato, tomato. Yeah, right? tomato, tomato. Same thing, right? Same thing. But man, that's that's awesome, bro. Um, I want to ask you right. about something that we spoke about, and it was heartbreaking to you. <clears throat> but also an eye-opener. And sometimes in life when you go through certain things, I feel like you got to look at the bigger picture. Right. What can I take from this? How can I grow from this? Mm -hmm. Right? So you, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it, and then you're going to break it down for us. My brother, was this close, this close to closing out a deal with Def Jam or Rockefeller? I'm Def Jam. Def Jam, okay, I was correct. I'm going to let you finish that one off. Well, um, where you, where you want me to start, like from when I reached out and who I reached out to? And Tell us how that whole process came about from you being in the office to them listening to your music go go ahead well first and foremost i want to um shout out to um thorough consultant because without him i wouldn't even gotten in there like for real mm. but what happened was we um you know we ended up going in there going to def jam's offices and um it, it was crazy it was a real crazy experience it was me and my boy and uh we went in there for the meeting i played about like i had about 12 songs on a hard drive. And uh, when we got in the meeting, we started talking. And um, damn, this, this is crazy. I ain't talk, really go into detail about this in a while. Wow. But we went in there, we start talking, start chopping it up, telling him who I am as an artist and, you know, what I represent. And, you know, so, you know, he liked it. And then we started listening to um, a couple of my songs. Started shaking his head. You know, starts bopping. So I, I'm thinking, it's locked in at this point. I'm thinking, <laughs> y'all told my boy, yo, we made it, baby. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> so when that happened, we um, I mean, we just in there. We bop, he bopping his head to it. I'm thinking, yo, I'm about to get this deal. I'm about to close it. He plays more songs, more music. He asking me like, yo, you wrote this? You you made all this? I'm like, yeah, I made everything because at that time, that's when I made everything in my house. I did. Everything like I recorded, I did the audio engineering. Like, wow, yeah. you know I'm saying I, I did all that. So he was in shock, and I'm thinking it's over. Like it came to a point he was standing up, going crazy. And wait, was it was it mixed and mastered? Yeah. And you did that? Yeah. Whoa, you mixed like, and you know mastered. I didn't it do and... that part. I didn't do the mastering. Oh, okay. I, I got somebody to master, but as far as the mixing and all of that stuff, like that. Right, was, you did all that. That was all me from from my crib and. And and so so now he's feeling the music. You say yeah. he's now is he like you say he's feeling it. You talking about like he's like this or is he like like he's going to bonkers? You want me? Yeah. I mean, you you probably flipped the table over looking like Bobby Lashley over here. But is is like was he like really into it? Like 
Like, this is probably, like, the best thing he's ever heard in a while. I'm going to show you right now. You're going to do it. He's listening to my music. Oh, oh this. One of those. One I of those. It was locked in. One of those. So he was feeling it. He's going like that. I thought it was locked in. I thought it was over. But then, um, you know, after that, he ends up um, going to my socials. Because at the time, I was just, like, promoting my music by myself. Right. But, you know, they checked everything. And they, he just Googled me. Real quick, just Google, just went straight to Google. Everything I ever put out pops up, boom. And um, he just was like, you know, at the time, my numbers wasn't where they wanted it to be for a record deal. Yeah. And so after that, that was that was it for me. After that, I took that. I really took that hard. I took it as, like, disrespect. Because how are you going to sit there and go crazy in my music? And then, But I didn't, you know, I didn't take into account that it's a business at the end of the day. Yeah, and I, it's honestly the people and the numbers that are going to make the money that's a fact yeah so like you know i took a little time off i had to understand that wow now when you say a little time off when i spoke to you and i was like you told me this yeah you said it affected you so much that you were like you know i you kind of you dropped the project right Mm -hmm. and then you kind of just how did that go you kind of just put it to the side right one year one year one year that one moment, because you know, you know what it is when you work so hard to get in the door when you didn't know nobody from the jump. From the moment you said you was gonna do something, and you finally get into that door, <clears throat> and you think that's it, that moment is it, and then it don't happen. And it's like, wait, I worked my whole life for this one moment, and it didn't happen. Mm. Now I gotta, I gotta take a step back, and I gotta regroup and understand what I'm doing. Now some, some people are gonna. I'm going to be like, ah, Def Jam, nah, he didn't really do that. We're just talking on his podcast. Okay, um, this is this is when um, editing magic comes in. The picture is going to be right here. <laughs> okay, picture is here. <laughs> if, <laughs> if you're listening to this on like an audio platform, um, Apple or Spotify, um, if you're on YouTube, you get on YouTube, it's going to be. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> okay. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So I I get what you're saying. I yeah. really get what you're saying because it can affect, you know, and it did affect you in a really big way, right? Yeah. So how did you feel like you had to? You know, I spoke to you and we had a really good conversation. And, you know, I encourage you a bit about not giving up. Right. And um, to keep going. But what was the real wake up for you? Like, man, you know, like, I can't, I can't let this one moment slow me down. Honestly, it was, it was you and, you know, the, the lady I'm dealing with at the point right now because she heard all my music and she's like, yo, you really got something special. And I'm like, for real? Like, because, you know, after that moment, I was pretty much like, Yo, do I even want to do music like that anymore? Because yeah. when you went, I'm saying, like, imagine just like when you first started, when you first said, Yo, I want to do podcasting, right? Yeah. And then say, for example, one of these days you work so hard, you get in the, in the same room with like the top podcasters in the industry and you expecting a certain deal and you don't get that certain deal. And you're like, I worked my ass off to get in this, just to get mm. this get in this room and get this opportunity. And yeah. it's like, 
you know, it's either it, it could either go two ways. Either you can use that as motivation, or it's gonna slow you down. Yeah. At that point, for me, it just slowed me down because it was like, damn, I I was trying so hard just to get here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I I totally feel that, man. I totally feel that, and you. The way that you expressed it to me was, um, I can see there was a lot of hurt in there. Right. Right. And I don't blame you for that because like what you said, you work so hard to get to this point and it's like, yo, how much more can I, right? Yeah. It's kind of like one of those, how much more can I do? How much more of myself can I show? Right. And marketing, bro, marketing. Yeah. Marketing is one of the biggest things, especially when you're, when you're an artist. Mm -hmm. Like now I'm understanding how that works. Like yeah, before I didn't understand. I just knew I wanted to do music. I knew I wanted to, you know, it was all for the love, mm -hmm. and I didn't understand how you know that whole process works. Yeah, like as far as marketing and all that, because nobody sat down and explained to me, oh, this is how you get this and this is how you. I'm saying nobody explained. I just had to do a little research on myself and you know. Yeah, figure it out. Yeah, figure it out as you go, man. I want to talk to you because you all. When we come back, we're going to take a break. But when you told me that when it happened, it also brought you closer to God. Yeah, definitely. So we're going to get into that. We'll be back. All right. So in that whole journey, you found God. How, how did that come about? Well, um, I always like had like a relationship with God, right. but it was never nothing like really that was that deep. It was like I was always one of them people like if something like if something tragic happened, and I start praying to God. <laughs> like I broke my leg. Oh God, please help me. Help me get through this. <laughs> but like before that, like I wouldn't really like oh wouldn't even really you know get on my knees and do a lot of prayer and. You know, wouldn't really like talk to him, and right. you know, just like daily, like like on the daily. Yeah, and I remember like my my parents used to always tell me that like I need to have that type of relationship, like you know. Yeah, that your your parents, um, you were raised, you know, going to church and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm I know you told me. Yeah. That there's something that you didn't like about. Was it the church or you mentioned it to me? Are we ready for this conversation? Man, we're ready, man. Keep it real raw. Real raw, uncut. Uncut, uncut. See, the thing I didn't like, <clears throat> excuse me, the thing I didn't like about, um, you know, church, like people, I, I noticed a lot of people try to push the whole religion instead of the actual, like, relationship with God. Himself, like mm. it'll just be pushing the religion, like like Christianity or you know, um, you know, whatever you are, like mm -hmm. whatever religion you are, whatever religion you practice, it would just be pushing that more than the actual relationship with the higher power Himself. Like, mm. you get what I'm saying? Like, right. And um, <clears throat> you know, I always didn't like when I when I went to church. It was really, in all honesty, I hope my mom don't see this, but damn. <laughs> well it will be it, If your mom does see this It will be a very good Conversation starter It will be a very good way to right. To be open 
have a conversation about that. Yeah, to be honest, like, that's why, like, a lot of the times, like, I felt like I was being forced to go to church mm. and, like, not really, like, explained, like, okay, this is, you know, if you, if you decide to have a relationship with the Lord, this is what it is. If, if it's not, it's okay. You know, just come when you're ready. Like, it was always, you know, Sundays. I remember growing up, Sundays was always get up, go to church. Oh, sit, sit and listen to whatever the pastor has to say. And, and this is where it's going to get crazy. Please. <clears throat> because I feel like a lot of the pastors in church, right, and I mean this in the most respectful way possible. Yeah, I'm bro. not trying to offend nobody. Of course, be real. But like, I notice like it's just really a whole bunch of. It's, it's a lot of pandering Beep. going on. I'm just Go ahead. Don't cancel me. <laughs> Go. <laughs> I just notice it's a lot of pandering going on when you, when you in church, like, like more so, you know. You know, because at the end of the day, we men, right? Mm-hmm. And like. I feel like, cause you know, there's a lot of not so not so great men out there, and you know they like they group us together as a whole and try to you know make it seem like most men are just bad, bad guys. Like, and so when you go to when you go to church, like I feel like the message is mostly for the woman. It ain't even it don't even really be for the man like that. Okay. Like you get what I'm saying? Like you. Yeah. Like um. Like oh man, like like. Kind of portraying men like we like. Why don't you guys do this? This, yeah. this. I see what you're saying. And that's why I didn't. That's why like I, I didn't understand the whole like going to church with my mom thing. Like as I got older and I developed into a man, like I started like pulling back from it because it's like, all right, I I understand the relationship with the Lord, you know, Christ Himself. I understand that. I get it. But it's like I I always looked at it like why they like why they shitting on men like that. Give me an example of, 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 like, all right, like, um, like, you know, in church, they'll talk about like all the, all the single mothers and like, and they'll talk, they'll talk, but they'll never like speak that positively, positively about the single fathers that like myself, like I'm a single father, like, but you don't see me like parading that around, like to, to try to shit on women. Like I just chose the wrong person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I, like I would never try to shit on a woman and be like, oh, you, y'all, y'all need to be doing this. That's why, you know, I'm a single father out here. And like, no, I would never do that. Like, I see. And was it, was it a particular, like, um, cause you know, denominations sometimes yeah. it gets into like very, gets tricky, bro. So was it like, what church was it like Baptist or? It, it was know? a Baptist church. Okay, that's interesting. And, you know, I don't say that just to be like, you know, denomination or whatever. As a church and as a whole, you know, I know there are a lot of holes in the church, in the right. body. Um, and I know there's room for improvement and we must do better because, you know, see how that made you feel? Yeah. You didn't really appreciate, and it pulled you away from the church. Yeah, like it. In all honesty, like when I just started hearing, like hearing those types of things and those types of, you know, like just how they were speaking, it's almost like men were the problem. Like Uh. it's always like, you know, it wasn't never like, oh, this is what we need to do to come together and be a unit. It, It was never. I really never took it as that. Even if it, you know, 
maybe it could have been that. Maybe I just, you know, took the message wrong. I never listened to the message or something. Maybe, I, you know? Maybe, oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Maybe it was me. Maybe it was. But either way, it's, you know, I know, obviously, nobody's perfect. Right. The church can't um, always get it together. Mm-hmm. Um, although we, we, we pray for the church. We pray for, you know, people that have left the church because of church hurt. Because they were hurt by, you know, the way that the church was functioning. And it just shows how how imperfect we are, you know? Right. So, I want to I wanna ask you something because you mentioned about being um, a single father, right? Yeah. You found, you found God. Well, not found God. I keep saying found God. You knew about God, but you deepened your relationship with God. Right. Did that also affect, you know, you said you just picked the wrong person. Yeah. Did that also change your view on that aspect as well? Like looking into, you have two daughters, right? Yeah. So looking at your daughters and looking at, you know, their mother Mm -hmm. and how that relationship didn't work out and you deepen your relationship with God, did it give you compassion on the situation that that failed right um i'm gonna keep it so real with you yeah at the time i was just angry right because mm. I, I was angry and um because i tried my best at that time i was trying my best to like keep everything together and like i was trying to do the whole family thing yeah but she didn't want that mm. so you know eventually i just learned to just let it go and accept it is what it is yeah but, you know, that was when I, I was young at the time, too. So, you know, like, I just had to understand because my oldest daughter now, she's 11. So, at the time, yeah, I was 21 when she was born. So, I was, wow. I, was really, I just really wanted that family unit together. I never wanted, you know, to have separate families and all that because I know how that is because that's how I, was, how I was raised. Like, at 10, my parents split, my parents split up. So I was living in Queens with my mom. My dad was living in Jersey. So it was like, you know. It was tough. Yeah, so I didn't want that for my kids. So I always, you know, had this, like, vision. Okay, when I do have children or whatever, I want it to be, you know, with the right woman. We're going to have a whole family unit. But it didn't work that way. So mm. so at first, I was angry about it. But, like, as time progressed, I was, like, understood, you know. Relationships work. Some relationships work. Some relationships don't. And you just got to learn to move on from that and just, you know, right. keep going. Yeah. What, what did you, what do you feel like you learned in that? I learned that, um, I you mean, know, you can't always push everything on everybody. Mm. That's, what, that's what I learned from that relationship. Because now that I'm older, now I feel like maybe... Maybe I was pushing it on her or we was pushing it on each other and whatever, and we just really wanted it to work. But at the end end of the day, we wasn't really using our heads with it and wasn't really, you know, thinking. So, you know, now that time has progressed and I understand, like, I'm not mad anymore. Like, I let it go. Yeah. You know? Wow. That's the that's maturity. Yeah, you know? Comes with time, growth. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to be a grown man, man. Sometimes pick, pick yourself up by your bootstraps, man. You heard what he said. 
Man, your laugh is so contagious. You know that? Yeah. Anybody ever told you that? Yes. Your laugh is contagious. You know who told me that? It's good, though. She said, why you laugh like an old man? I said, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but it's good, man. It's good. It brings a lot of a lot of joy. Yeah, man. It's dope. And, bro, I, I know we had multiple talks when you told me about the church hurt and, and also about the relationships. So, but I just want to let you know again that... God loves you. You know, we run away sometimes because of, you know, hurt. But God is always there. He's always he's always with us. He never left. Sometimes we might think like, oh, God, where are you? But he's always been there from the beginning. Definitely. He never left. And I just I thank God for your life, bro. I thank God that he, you know, he's working in you as you're, you know, developing and growing your relationship with him. You know, like I always told you. And I always tell everybody here listening on the podcast, it's not about perfection. It's about progression. Right. Right. One step at a time, you grow. Right. And, and never try to be too hard on yourself. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the big thing, man. So, bro, I really appreciate you sharing that because I know, you know, it could, it's very deep. It's very personal. Yeah. You know, and you never know who's listening, who could relate to it, you know? Exactly. Who can take a jam from something that you've said so that's that's the beauty of it you know yeah everybody has a story to tell whether we whisper or yell mm. that's how it goes you know, what I'm you know i started early we're here with the rapper i started early <coughs> with the bars started early for man. i started early for you yeah, they can't stop us they, they can't go. so before we before i test your skills here right what if i'm nervous you're not nervous i know you are i'm not are you maybe Oh. It's your podcast, my brother. Amen. Amen. It's just me. I mean, they got to tune in. They're going to tune into this. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. Amen. But before we uh, get those, um, you know, I, I could I could start you off oh, before you before you get nervous. Don't worry. So I, I'll do that. But before that, can you let us know about a project that you're working on? You're working on something right now. Yeah, I'm working on it, man. Yeah. Let us know a little bit about what, what, what to expect when you drop that project. Well, see, this project right here is called Prosper. Because as you remember, when we had to talk about what happened with Def Jam, yes. this, is my, this is basically my comeback project. So mm. it's showing that I prospered. I dealt with that. I dealt with what happened at Def Jam, and I'm, I'm ready to come back. But I'm coming back as a different individual. Yeah. Like when you hear the music, you hear the confidence and the tone in my voice. I'm talking way differently than I ever have. Mm. It's, it's a different me this time around. It's okay. Okay. It's not that guy that was searching for a deal and all of that. Like I'm doing it strictly now. It's it's all for the love. Like it's the love of music that yeah. has kept me going. And so. And the deal will come. When it comes, it, it'll be the right time. Yeah, you know. It'll be perfect. You know, we all on God's time, man. That's it. That's it. There you go. You said it. You said need 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 I say more? I'm saying we on God's time, man. Come on. They know. Come on. Take it a talk. His time. Mm. Get your rhymes. Yep. They can't stop us, man. They they tried to, man. (laughs) They never believed in us. You you gonna put DJ Khaled on? I'm saying I had to, man. They, Uh. They never believed in us, man. But it's all right, though. But but who did? God did, man. You know what? We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna say Jesus did. Yeah, he did. I got a little, yo, you know what? You got to be a little specific. When you're in the media, mm. these people, they, they say God, 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 right? Yeah, but 
They talking about their God. They not you talking see? about your God. Come on, man. That's why you gotta be specific. They didn't believe in us. Jesus did. That's exactly. A, that's Jesus. Going. Mm. Everybody trembles at that name, man. Everybody, they scared at that name. Demons tremble at the sound of the name of Jesus. Yeah, they, don't, they don't want that, man. They, they don't, don't want it. They don't want it. But hey, they ain't believing us. Jesus did. There we go. Easy. You know what? You was nervous. Yeah, I was nervous, man. I'm not nervous. <clears throat> you not? Let's show them what we got. Show them what we got, man. Let's show. Let's show them what I got. All right. Let's show them what I got. You ready, Murky? Yeah, we ready, man. You ready, Murky? I don't know why they try to stop us. They man. can't. They can't do it, man. Okay. Yeah. This to get you, you know, unnervous. Hey, you know. I'll start us off, you know. Let's get it. E to the R to the E to the F to the O. Rafo, that's me. Coming right through your microphone. Yeah, yeah. Got mm. the flow. I didn't know. I don't know. Where'd it go? Where did they go? On the flow. Yeah. Put it right back. Back. Why ain't you wearing a hat? Why? Cause he ain't like to read. Cat in the hat. Damn. Ooh. Ah. Adlibs. At it. Go. What they say? They said. Mm. Every time I'm on the beat, I wrap it and I eat it. Yes, like it's lunch. Mm. Like it's munch. Yeah. Oh. Hold on, did I say munch? We not talking about ice and spice. She can go and eat some rice. Whoa. What? 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 Oh. I do this, I do this, cause I can. Switching the flow. You Whoa. ain't no got attitude. Get some more. Ooh, drinking your water. Good for your hot, yeah, hot, I was gonna say your hydrogen. Hmm. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This the first time I'm rapping on my podcast. Yeah. If you're listening, you can listen on Spotify, uh, Amazon, Apple Music, Psych. I said Apple Podcast. All platforms. Ooh, that's right, we read it. Ooh, ah, ooh. <laughs> whoa, whoa. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's how you do it. <coughs> that's how you do. It. That's the that's the pre-show right there before the actual the actual show. So that help you? That help you out? Man, you helped out a lot, man. Got the jitters out. You know what I'm saying I, I feel good right now. I feel I feel blessed to even be here. Thank the Lord above. That's right. Without him, none of this would be possible. That's right. I thank you for allowing me to be on this platform. Mm, you're welcome, sh- bro. Share my message, share my story. Of course. Of you course. Know? You know, and it's a pleasure. Thank you for coming on the podcast. You know? You know, I appreciate you taking your time. But you know, I can't let you go out like that. Go out like that, man. You can't go out like that. I can't, man. You get you gonna give us two solid, two solid. You said you're versatile. <laughs> yeah, I'm versatile, man. You said it yourself. So I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you choose. You know, I'm gonna give you two options. Okay. We got we got a a new school, a new a new song right now that's hot, mm-hmm. right? And then we got we got a nice classic old school beat for you. So. You know, if you if you're versatile, you gotta you gotta let us know which one you wanna start with. I think I gotta I gotta show the people who I really am at first, so they can get comfortable with me. Okay. So I think I'm gonna go with that old school first. You <laughs> go with the old school. Yeah. Can we turn it up a little bit? I, I just need them. Oh. I just yeah. need them to really feel me because what I'm about to do is just. Okay. You know, I'm gonna show them why my name is Merck. Okay. I'm 
I'm a Sean. All right. <clears throat> yeah, breath for breath for podcast. Let's go. Man. I told him, listen. My legacy, gotta speak it honestly In your mind, psychology, I want them to acknowledge me They cannot abolish me, not giving out apologies This is my philosophy, I'm focused like photography Uh, feeling like the greatest when I rap I'm amazing and I'm brazen, I'm invading every track Like LeBron, I'm chasing ghosts, they see me putting up the stats Jersey put it on my back, I'm going hard, I never lack Drive took me off the tracks, supply you with the facts The truth is never capped, I'm just ruthless with the raps I do this, I could Prove it, I maneuver through the track It's history in the making Mark it down, you could date this Good times, John Amos Instrumentals, I'm flaming This is elevation I'm rising to the occasion With slept on hibernation Don't need your validation Avocation, never faking Time and perfect Made reservations Uh, I'm a vet They some amateurs Got me cooking up All these rappers Ah, oh, damn I messed up But I came back on So when I rap I'm on the track And the boy back on Now matter of fact And they know that And the flames And they know that I'm old school I could go back I'm the one I just show that I'm the one I could show that Niggas know that I brought back If you talking to those Who flow They know that I brought that Look, I got the heat uh, So I'm feeling like Pat Riley I'm still rhyming Got me feeling the track Saw me I rhyming up on the track I'm rhyming I'm that going in No matter of fact I'm feeling like Uh I went, I'm saying I went too crazy. It, it, it was getting crazy in here, bro, bro, bro. I, bro. I, I told him we was gonna do something special. Listen, listen. Okay, if you guys don't know by now, this guy clearly, clearly the talent is there. Clearly, clearly he's equipped. Okay, clearly. And I, if you enjoyed that, we ain't done yet. <laughs> you want me to take this off the top? Like this is. Right. Whatever you do Whatever I do Do what you do Listen When I rhyme and they know that I'm on the top I'm feeling like I'm rhyming I'm filling up on the top And I'm named the Merc Jones And I know I'm the one they forgot I'm rapping on the tracks right now Feel like an ox I'm strong as hell Matter of fact know that I'm on the sale Matter of fact and they talking shit And they say that I never sell But I've been through hell So I came back and I'm still here Matter of fact and I feel like Feel like the man of the year Like I'm schoolboy Q And they know what the boy is doing I'm rapping on the track Cause right now when I feel elusive Right now when I feel intrusive This here's an exclusive I'm rapping on the track I'm on the beat like producers they know me, yeah. I'm in a bag like I'm Nike with it. So when I rhyme, and niggas know that I'm much calmer with it. No matter of fact, I had the timer with it, vomit with it. Spit it so sick that my niggas about to vomit with it. Ain't even here, I'm like Osama bin Laden. I'm blowing up instrumentals like Osama bin Laden. They need me. Oh, I went too far with that one. Oh, shit. Government ain't listening. Go ahead, anything. But right now we on the podcast Matter of fact, a lot of rappers talking like they hard When they really trash Matter of fact, I'm running through the track A 50-yard dash Everybody know the way I go ahead I'm making smash A smash hit, that's what I'm talking about It's savage Matter of fact, I feel like Rihanna This shit is savage right now This shit's a classic right now And I'm making magic I'm feeling like Chris Angels This here making magic Like, listen When I spit it, I could do it for years I've been spitting since 16 Been doing this years Matter of fact, you already know That I'm the name that they fear Matter of fact and when I rhyme my point, I'm making it clear like vision. If you talking like it's HDTV, I make the shit as clear like it's HDTV. Matter of fact, I'm feeling like I am the one. I am the one. Matter of fact, I'm spitting like a solid gun. I am the one. 
a matter of fact, my profession when I'm on this This is off the top, I had no confession on this Feeling like I'm Usher, I got my confessions on this I'm talking like I'm on it, I'm here, I'm steady on it These niggas know, niggas asking up all the questions I rhyme Cause when I rhyme on the track and I've been aggressive My first album I did, that was man in a message Now they already know that the weapons, now I confessed it I'm a Jones Listen, you, I had the process. I had the process what you said. What about you said? Clear as vision. I'm saying it. Now, if you know Marvel, Come on, man. you know what he's talking about. Oh, boy, okay, man. You caught me off guard. Come man. on, man. I, I want to do it. Too, <laughs> man. I'm saying. Ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, the talent, like I said, is there. It's all there. God's timing. It's here, man. It's on God's timing. God's timing. Listen, when is Prosper dropping? One month from now. One month from now. One month exactly. Exactly. So we're we're the thirtieth, November thirty, November thirtieth, ladies and gentlemen. Prosper will be out. Yes, it will. By Merck Jones. I'm saying you guys got to go listen to that. Come on, man. They they know what we do, man. We're going to have some fun and still rap. But thank you guys for being here, bro. Thank you. Thank you for getting on the podcast. I appreciate you, bro. My brother, man. Love you, man. I love you, bro. I love you. Listen, they didn't believe in you. They didn't. But there's one that always did and always will. Jesus did. He did. We out. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed that episode, make sure you subscribe for future episodes and feel free to rate and review. For more information and ways to support, check out our website at abreathwithbrefo.com.